Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Over podcast. We did it, guys. Half a century down, episode 50, coming at you live and in charge, I think is the saying. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-hosts. To my left, we have the 10th wonder of the world, Dick Delicious himself, Richard Garcia. Happy 50th! And also rounding out the crew, we have the $100 man, everybody's favorite uncle, Bobby Diaz. What's up, baby? And rounding out the crew, the Pinoy powerhouse himself, Byron Pagdalao. I'm deaf. I can't hear shit right now. That was, What's that up? was loud. Uh, <laughs> I have the intro music a little loud. I'll, I'll fix that in editing. No, it sounds no, good. No problem. Uh, but it's great to be back. Great to be on our 50th episode, guys. This is nothing to sneeze at. This is, uh, how do you say, epic in Spanish? Epico? Epicito. <laughs> good enough. Something around there. Before we get into the show, you know I got to give it up to our sponsors, WrestleCrate.com. If you're ever in the market and you want to see what these mystery loot boxes are all about, look no further. Go to WrestleCrate.com and sign up. You got one month left. We're gonna get, we're gonna get into a big thing that is an exclusive to the Put Mover podcast. Um, you got one month left, so go ahead and sign up to WrestleCrate.com and in the promo code box you put "Put Me Over" and in turn that website will put you over. And you get 20% off your first month. Also, we're sponsored by LapelYeah.com. Go to LapelYeah.com. There's a lot of cool merch, a lot of cool pins, T-shirts, stickers. Um, if you've seen a wrestling pin, these guys have probably made it. So make sure you go to LapelYeah.com and go there. You get 20% off if you use our promo code PUTMEOVER. So definitely take advantage of that. And also, we have our own merch store. Go to PutMeOver.com if you want to get put over with the sweetest swag and merch on the market featuring your boys truly. Go to PutMeOver.com and use the promo code. Are we still using Flaccid? Yeah, just for a little longer. All right, we got to change that soon. But use Flaccid. You'll get 15% off your entire order. Um, so that's going to take care of the tax if you live in California. Maybe you're shipping. I don't know. Um, but yeah, a lot of cool stuff going on. We are on the road to WrestleMania. We're chugging along. Chugga, 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 chugga. And um, yeah, I forgot the choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> um, but with that being said, let's get into some Dick Sturdy News. What? Take it away, Dick. All right, guys. So um, I think today's a birthday for the old Stinger. He turned. Uh, how, did, how old is he right now? Sixty. He's sixty. Wow. The singer from the Police. Not no. that Stinger. Oh no, the wrestler. The dude. Stinger. Oh, oh, I forgot. This is a wrestling podcast. This is a yeah. <laughs> you know the one guy with the baseball bat. Ma- so right off know, the bat, anything? happy birthday, Sting. Right on on this day. He's sixty. Fuck, he looks he's good. Dude, he's up there, man. He, he doesn't look like he's 60, though. He looks a lot better when he doesn't have bozo hair. Yeah, <laughs> Remember true. WrestleMania that's 31? True. He had very bozo hair. <laughs> um, he looks he looks good, man. Um, so, happy birthday, Stinger. You guys have a favorite Sting moment or match or anything? I think my favorite Sting moment, I think I thought it, I think I might have mentioned this on a podcast before, but uh, it was just a movie that he did. He, did, he reversed somebody doing a tombstone. I thought to me like that was the most athletic move I've ever seen. 
Oh, like he flipped over and did like into yeah. his own tombstone. Yeah, he was oh, okay. I, th- I know which one you're talking about. I, th- I forgot who it was against, but I was like, oh, he's the best wrestler. <laughs> and he had the blonde. That was blonde Venice Beach. Sting. Oh, yeah, that was early WCW Sting. I love that Sting. My favorite Sting moment was probably when um, he kind of like went away. Like the NWO was being the fuck out of him like every week, and he went away and like he went away for like weeks, and then came back and like. He was emo sting. He was crow sting. And he was just watching from the rafters. I remember seeing him like, holy fuck, he's back. And he looks way different. That, that was probably one of my favorite moments was when he was, when he was doing all that stuff. Like very like scary, like up in the rafters. He like, had a vulture with yeah. him, dude. Yeah. So fucking cool. Crow the sting. The trench coat and he had the bat on him. Like it was just so fucking cool. I wonder yeah. how scared he was when that vulture was on his fucking arm. I'm like, oh Please don't bite me. Please don't bite me. Please don't bite me. Please don't bite me. <laughs> don't kill me. Don't kill me. <laughs> Damn, they spent a lot of money for that gimmick. That's crazy. <laughs> but it was worth it, though. Oh, absolutely. Dude, when you used to drop in. Oh, God. I mean, can't do that anymore. But yeah. back then, that was like the shit. Because you could just drop in at any moment. Was <laughs> that pre-Owen Hart? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, definitely. Okay. Wow. Or when he took off the mask and re- revealed himself to be. <laughs> <laughs> see? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite meme is when I see that gif. When it's a, uh, what it's like New Year, New Me, but like he, he take off the mask and it's the same person. <laughs> yup, that's it. Sting wasn't fucking around. Gets me every time. Dude. No, he wasn't. <laughs> what else? Well, um, it's not almost official, but um, AJ Styles is close to re-signing with WWE. It seems like he's gonna be there for a while. Um, I can't blame the dude for wanting to be there. Um, he's got it made. Why would he want to go anywhere else? Yeah, why? Why, like, you're uproot everything that you've had going right now. Like, AJ Styles is, like, top-notch, top-tier talent on the roster right now. So, like, why would you want to leave that? Exactly. So, um, good for him. I mean, he, he, he SmackDown has been built around him for the past couple of years. So, it would be uh, weird seeing him away from SmackDown, let alone away from WWE. Because um, right off the bat, when he came in, they pushed him... They pushed him hard. They pushed him as like one of the top guys. Yeah, they when his when he debuted at the Rumble, they made sure to get a really tight shot of Roman Reigns the whole time. Uh, that was great, which is a great way to debut uh, AJ Styles. But everyone knew who he was uh, from the music to his move set. Like he's like the total package. Uh, can use a little bit of work on promos, but what he's been doing lately, like he's he's killing it, dude. Yeah, he's he's on fire right now. I think that they probably offered him some crazy amount of money and probably offered him like half the time wrestling. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you really can't beat it. So, I mean, you you just got to take it. Like, why you, not? You got to preserve the goose. Oh, yeah. You can't just put the goose out every day. It's going to die. <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm, pr- I'm happy true. for him. It's good. good he's, what, 41 and still doing all the shit he's doing? Yes. 450s? God damn it. It's, it's crazy. Springboards. Animal. Like, my knees can't do that, and I'm not even that old. I'm not that old. He's not that old. He's not that old. But I'm not as old as AJ Styles. Nope. No, you're not. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I I don't know if you guys heard, but back in January, uh, Flip Gurren had torn his uh, MCL. Ouch. Did you guys hear about that? My chemical romance. Yeah, I we I think we we talked about it first. We did talk about that for a while back, uh, a couple couple months ago. Uh, Well, it turns out that he's actually cleared to wrestle. So the uh, fuck? Yeah. That's pretty wild, man. I mean, Torney uh, MCL, and he's already ready to back. Three get back months in the ring? later, no, sur- well, no surgery. So 
Ooh. Oh, so maybe it's just a, like a slight tear. It's probably like a slight tear, yeah. Um, He's going to be wearing a knee brace for sure. He, for sure he is, um, but apparently the injury is not too bad at the point where he needs to have surgery. Um, so that's good news for him. So he's going to be on the on the G1 Supercard in April, um, WrestleMania weekend, and also he might also be showing up at Double or Nothing. There's, I mean, they've been hyping up who's going to face Cody, and it kind of looks like it's going to be Flip. It I makes sense. I mean, if you've been watching um, uh, Being the Elite, it, it leads up to Cody versus Flip match. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm down. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a good match if they have that. But I've also been watching uh, Cody's show. And he's kind of tilting towards uh, Jericho because it's that Jericho stuff is like happening pretty, pretty crazy over there. Well, Jericho's already got a match. Oh, that's with Kenny Omega. But the way they're teasing it, it's like that Cody really is pissed off at Jericho. And I don't know. Maybe that'll build Cody or Cody versus Jericho for their show that's coming up in Florida. What was it called? Uh, battle for the battle for the f- battle for the fallen. But fallen, yeah. That's probably they're probably already building that up for that that next one. Ooh, that that be could be. Well, we also um we also got another inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame, and this one is actually um an obscure person, uh Sue Atchison. She's been working for the <laughs> WWE for over thirty years, and she's getting the Warrior Award. Now, why do I bring this up? Um, Warrior in his Hall of Fame speech back in two thousand fourteen had mentioned that he wanted to create an award for those are working behind the scenes. You remember, guys remember that speech? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Warrior Award was actually n- not really supposed to be for that, but that was Warrior's idea to have an award. Um, five years after that, it's someone from WWE who has been behind the scenes, um, Sue Atchison, she's been there for over 30 years. She's actually the one who uh, did the Make-A-Wish Foundation. She helped build um, a bridge between them and WWE. Oh. So she's getting inducted. Um Good for her. Well deserved, and, for sure. Um, hopefully, this is just the first of many people in WWE that have been working behind the scenes that are going to get inducted. Yeah, Warrior. He was like, you put all these wrestlers in the Hall of Fame, but there's plenty of people working behind the scenes that deserve to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. And this is exactly what he wanted the award to be. You know. Yes. Um. You know, referees for sure. Um, people that do the lighting. There's so much production that Mark, goes into Mark Eden. I want I want that guy in there because that guy has like the best arm ever. Yeah. Wait. He was the one. Oh, he was the one that would launch. He was the timekeeper, right? Yes. Um, yeah. They fired him. Like that was real. The way they fired him was really shitty. How did they fire him? What happened? They just said goodbye. Good luck in your future endeavors. After what, like 30 years himself? Wow. That this was years ago. Poor guy. Um, and he was the one that would launch the beers to Stone Cold. Um, during the attitude, yeah, era. he was. He was. Damn. Guy, to me, that that like when I heard about the Warrior Award, that that's the one person that should get it. Him and Howard Finkel. Yes, Howard guys Finkel been there for, for sure. so long, and they're both very Wait, under. Howard Finkel's already in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he is. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. Um, but Eden for sure, though. But yeah, more people. There's so much production that goes on on these shows. Even the truck drivers, you know, like these guys, they they do a lot of work just to get the show up and running. Absolutely. Every week, Kevin Dunn does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame with the camera work he forces these fucking cameramen to do. Oh, Jesus. We'll get into that a little later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. What else we got, Dick? Um, Bobby mentioned this earlier, and um, apparently someone on eBay, or on eBay is selling um, an Owen Hart funeral pamphlet. Yeah, what the f- what, what was, was that? that about, dude? I, some guy posted it called Wrestle Trash, and <laughs> I, I was, dude, you guys got to see this. I don't because it's on our Instagram, but while scrolling through, you know, just checking out people posting, and 
dude, some guy's selling it for a buck, and he says, DM me for, uh, for prices. And I'm like, dude... That's the fucking lowest of the low, man. Unless he's really, really poor, it's really bad taste. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's that's kind of weird. That's very. I, I don't. I. I mean, that's low. Imagine someone selling like someone's like mom or dad. yeah, someone's mom or dad. You know, um, selling their memorabilia like from like a funeral. Like that's pretty shitty, dude. Um, that guy. I hope he doesn't sell it, but I know someone will buy it. Like, yeah. oh, of course. I mean, yeah, yeah. Wrestling um, collectors out there that buy anything. Yeah, sadly, that that's probably what's going to end up happening. Somebody's going to end up buying it. I wonder for how much too. I'm gonna look into that and see if how much it sells for because it's going to sell clearly. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it it it's just, it only costs a couple cents to print out the uh, the paper, but of course, the fact that it's Owen Hart and the tragedy that happened to him. And the controversy surrounding it, it's gonna, it, it'll cost a pretty penny for whoever wants to buy it. Yeah, the, the controversy like uh, is a big part of it. Um, I, I think it's disgusting. It is. I agree. Um, we had a listener question. Um, Simaya Seaman Simaya fifty five. He wanted us to talk about Impact Wrestling using OVW as developmental territory. Oh wow. Um, OVW has brought people like John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Batista. A lot of big names came from OVW. Um, CM Punk, Dolph Ziggler. But they are not the same OVW that they were back then. Um, So, I mean, they're trying to create some buzz. Like, oh, look, they're getting OVW that made all these stars before. But it's not the same OVW that it was in the 2000s. Actually, you know what? It it is. They're, They're actually an independent company. Back then, they were working with WWE as part of like they had a contract agreement with them. Now that they don't, and they're working with Impact, they've always been the same company. I think uh, Danny Davis still is still running that promotion. Obviously, um, it's still called OVW, still but called I'm that. saying that they don't have the same stars that they had when WC- WWE right, was, had right. their territory in there. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, hope- I know it's OVW still. Yeah, I'm mean, hopefully they do grab some, like, develop some great wrestlers. But, you know, it's kind of hard when you have WWE, like, right there. Well, you had their agents that were probably feeding the territory as well. Yeah, Um, definitely. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it could be something big. I don't even know what channel Impact is on anymore. I know that they have the Lucha Bros. I know they got Brian Cage. I know they have Scarlett Bardot. (laughs) I know they have a a lot of great talent, but I just, I don't don't watch TNA, really. They're on the most obscure channels. Um, Pop? Pop, yeah, yeah. That's probably one of their biggest problems is that they move so much it's hard to keep track of where they're at and how to watch them. So it's like, I know what channel WWE is on. I know what channel New Japan is on. But you know that? It's like, I have no idea. Oh, I actually, I'm getting word from my producer. Um, I They just told me the name of where, where TNA is. Uh, it's actually Comedy Central because it's a joke. <laughs> hey what night is that on Impact? Does anybody know for real? Thursdays? I don't know. I have no idea. Wednesdays at 8 a.m. <laughs> on Comedy Central, <laughs> right after the penis enlargement commercials. Oh, those five-hour infomercials are killer, dude. <laughs> Set it. And forget, and forget yeah. it. We all, we all know them. We Rest, all know them. Is that Ron Popeil? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, him, him. After the Tony Little gazelle fucking... Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. Ron Popeil. <laughs> dude, remember when the, the total gem as well? Yeah. Remember when Stone Cold <laughs> was imitating him you on uh, Mad TV? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go on Don't YouTube if you haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's sandwiched between the Tybo commercials and the dick enlargement pills. <laughs> well, TNA well, impact. What was his question about OVW? Like, what, what would we think of it? Yeah, just what we think of it. I mean, uh, honest answer is um, I think the more um, the more developmental territories you have out there, the better. Um, you you want to try to get as many people out there as you can to explore different styles of wrestling. So I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I mean, can't be a bad. Thing. I mean, I'm, I definitely yeah, don't want them thing. to fail, but um, the name OVW is synonymous with what they did in the 2000s with the WWE. And I mean, I know they're still a company. I know they still exist, but I don't think that they're gonna have the same. I mean, they they can brag and say like we had Brock Lesnar and John Cena here, but what have, what are they doing lately? Yeah, yeah. who have that's they got true. since? Like in the last five years, and that's like I said, it was WWE scouts sending people to OVW. It wasn't OVW like was like this hot territory that people needed to be a part of. Apparently, it was a giant shithole when those guys were wrestling there, anyways. Uh, but we'll see. Thank you, Samaya. Yeah. Yes. I appreciate the question. If you got any more questions, guys, feel yeah, free to hit us in. up on the gram, and uh, we'll get to that for sure. All right. So, um, should we get it to Raw? Raw. Let's get into Raw. Um, let's see. You know, they are, I mean, like I said, we're fully on the road to WrestleMania. And, you know, we got to make these stops every week. And they're doing a great job telling these stories. More so on SmackDown. But Raw is also doing little things here and there. Um, what everyone is upset about right now is Baron Corbin announcing, or Kurt Angle announcing Barry Corby as his last ever wrestling match at WrestleMania. What do you guys think? Are we getting worked? Is there going to be a swerve? Or is this the reality and this is what we're going to get? I mean, honestly, I... Fuck, I don't even... I, I This is like a, such a bad match for a fucking... This is your last match match? Like, why the fuck would you choose Baron Corbin? Given Baron Corbin is good at what he's doing. He gets the crowd to fucking hate him and he's doing great at it. But he does not deserve a last match with Kurt Angle. No, he's got that X-Pac heat with, with me personally, and I'm sure he, with a lot does. of people. Um, you know, there's we had a, we, we, we talked about it last week, like who we would like to see. And there were so many other options at the table. We've seen this Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle match already on Raw. So to have it at a WrestleMania where we're already being trained to be told like to be to see it as a special event where we're going to see dream matches and we're getting Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle. Like what? the? F who thought that was a good idea? I think it's either one of two things. One, I think it's Kurt Angle's, you know, his his like he's giving to the business because he's going to put Baron Corbin over probably. Um, that's what I would do if, if that is the match. But you never know. There's still like two weeks. And maybe, you know, Mr. John Cena, Mr. Undertaker comes in. Who knows? But let's hope it's not. But if it is, he's totally going to lose that match if it's against Baron Corbin. Hands down. Yeah. I, I hope he wouldn't because he Baron Corbin's been getting the upper hand on him in all the their interactions since he took the, the manager job from him. Um, so I would hope that the payoff would be that Kurt Angle finally gets his comeuppance, you know, at WrestleMania. Because from a storyline's perspective, it makes sense for Angle to challenge Corbin because they've been going back and forth for really for almost six months now, ever since uh, Corbin took over as uh, as GM for Raw. 
Mm-hmm. It makes sense story-wise. Match-wise, uh, it, it doesn't, obvious, for obvious reasons. Do I think it's so? Do I think um, that Corbin is a, a ruse for someone else? I, I kind of still think there is, but honestly, I think at this point, just get it over with. You know, if you're gonna do the match, just get it over with. Like, get get it out early. Don't have it toward the end of the card. Get it over with and move on. Have Kurt win the match. Have him get go out with a happy ending. Um, it would be nice for Corbin to. Go, I mean, the ideally, business-wise tradition is that you want the new guy to go over. I get yeah. that, but Kurt Angle really needs to get his. He really needs to get the win over to him because it all leads up to WrestleMania. Corbin screwed him over for most of the past six months. So why not have him win and end the storyline and you know have him go out happy? On any other pay per view, this match would be like, oh fuck, all right, cool, whatever. Like any other pay per view, I'd be okay with it. Any other Raw, yeah. Like yeah. this isn't yeah. even a pay per view worthy it, match. It's, it's not. You're right. I, I, well, I mean, just to end the feud, like that would be the end of it. But as a last match, I've seen better feuds ended on Raw, yeah, <laughs> than this one. But to, like, this is like the pinnacle of his like match, and you're gonna have it on Raw. I mean, I have it on WrestleMania, the biggest stage of them all. The granddaddy. The granddaddy. You know what the fuck? I we got we got the match that I would have liked to see on Raw. Oh, yeah. Kurt Kurt Angle versus Chad Gable. Oh yeah. Gable even went full old school American when he American Alpha, and you know, it's kind of ugh. Chad Gable carried that match. Yeah, Kurt Angle was blown up, <laughs> brother. Yeah. <laughs> I do think though that Baron Corbin can't, and Kurt Angle can put on a pretty good performance. So I'm not a hundred percent opposed to it, but I just wish it was something better. Yeah, definitely. Think of the boos he's going to get, though. When Kurt Angle said Kurt Baron Corbin, <laughs> they were already booing. Oh, Think of time. the boos big he's going to get when he's finally having the match. Um, I don't know. I, it's going to be nuclear heat for yeah. sure. Part of me thinks that it's going to lead up to something else, but at the same time, maybe this is what they really have planned and they wanted to have like this long-term storytelling going, and which is fine. The thing is, though, don't do it for Kurt Angle on this occasion, especially if it's his last match. Let him go out uh, gracefully. Let him go out um, better than b- with, with Baron Corbin. Well, yeah. if Baron Corbin wins, think of how much of a heel he will be. Ooh. Yeah, that would put him over. That for sure. will it? Will it really? Yes. I don't know if it'll put him over, but it'll definitely it make him a, a super heel because he yeah. can just rub it in everyone's noses like I'm the one that retired Kurt Angle. Yep. Um, and which would be good for his career too. So. And then he can go out and be like, "I'm gonna be an Olympian too, and I'll really show you guys I'm better than <laughs> Kurt Angle." That, that's fine. And, and then all. we got a new Baron Corbin gimmick, better than the Olive Garden fucking waiter dude. <laughs> I don't want to see an American hero wrestle an Olive Garden waiter, dude. Broke his freaking I'd rather, neck. I'd rather Baron go on a tour of Italy than watch Kurt Angle wrestle him in his last WrestleMania match ever. For sure. Oh, you tell only him. if you got drunken Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Baron Corbin is like, sir, um, we can't serve you anymore. We're uh, cutting you, you off. You've, we're going to cut you off. You had enough. Um, feel, ba- feel free to go to the Cheesecake Factory and talk to their bartender. For, poor Corbin. He's just trying to do his job. <laughs> he's just trying to be a good guy. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah. So what else happened on Raw? Ronda Rousey. I mean, first of all, Dana Brooke had no business being in the same ring as no, Ronda she did Rousey. not, dude. Um, but she just got destroyed, um, and 
I watched her promo backstage before she went her match, um, and me and Elena both were like, she is off. Yeah. She is not good. What are you doing? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. She, like, is, like, nervous to talk. Yeah. She, I mean, she was even, you can tell, like, when she was doing her promo, it was, like, she was, like, kind of stuttery. Like, you can hear it in her voice that she wasn't even confident in herself. So it's like, oh, just don't do it. But not in a good way. Not in a good way that she was scared to to go against Ronda Rousey. Yeah. But in, like, a... I shouldn't be in this spot kind of yeah. situation. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Um, basically, you know, Ronda Rousey beats the shit out of her. The refs come down to, you know, break it up. And she goes she goes ham on the referees again to the point where Travis Brown fucks up this security guard in air quotes. Um, and Ronda takes off. Uh, I, another fine coming. I mean, they said it's an undisclosed fine that she got. It's like, shut the fuck up. This is total kayfabe, man. You're not selling it to us. That was a nice forearm punch thing he gave him. Dude. Oh, yeah. Solid. Was it a work? It looked pretty stiff to me. Yeah, he probably told him, hit me as hard as you can. Yeah. I, this is my moment, man. <laughs> you got to put me over, brother. Yeah, that was stiff. Um, We have a match that looks like it's on the horizon uh, between the boss and hug connection versus uh, the Sisters of Destruction versus the Sisters Slaughterhouse, Samoan Slaughterhouse. Um, Beth Phoenix is getting a championship match after not wrestling in... They said five years. Five years. About five plus plus years. And the way she came out of retirement was just, it was very anticlimactic. She just came on commentary and then got attacked and then she's in a match now, right? That's I mean, basically how she came out. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this much: she can take a fucking bump. That's for sure, because she sells the shit out of it. Oh and yeah, she, and she's beastly. She looks the part, so she still looks amazing. So I think, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Actually, it brought some pizzazz to that. Whatever that match was going to be dull to me, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, it it, it adds like because I mean the Sisters of Destruction were a great tag team back in the day, mm-hmm. um, and you know we'll see where it goes, but. You know, they woke up a sleeping dragon, <laughs> which is what uh, <laughs> Beth Phoenix called herself. Um, what else? Batista. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so let's get into that promo. It was pretty damn good. It reminded me, like, he's like the last boss in Streets of Rage, if you guys <laughs> ever played Streets of Rage. <laughs> yeah, the way he was yeah. in his chair, yeah. like <laughs> a boss, dude. Dude, I was like, damn, he's dressed sick. The, the underboss. Dude, it's like the old school WWE promos when they used to have like a nice little set where like whatever gimmick you had, that was your gimmick, and it was set up like that. I thought it was like Scarface meets Streets of Rage. No, dude. That Streets was of Rage, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was his house. Yeah, that, <laughs> it was, that was his house. It wasn't backstage. <laughs> oh, his office. <laughs> He's like, get out of my house, my <laughs> office. Yeah, dude, all right. Shut the fuck up. Keep it kayfabe, brother. <laughs> I love that part, though. But That's yeah, he uh, the promo was just better than it was fucking last week. I, I gave it some shit, and I didn't really like it. But this promo fucking sold me. I want the match. Well, he's an actor. And this this sold it for me. He's, you know. I just I'm, don't like him. Yeah. I just don't like him. <laughs> but you got to like him, man. Like, he, that, he's, no, the, he's the. Well, that's what he was saying to Triple H. They're asking why you want to fight Triple H. He said, I just don't like him. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, he says that he's jealous. You know, Triple H is jealous of him. He's the actor. He left at the peak of his career. And, you know, uh, that Triple H is, you know. You know, af- afraid of him, I guess you could say. But yeah, it's though it's 
it's it's great. I'm fucking excited for it. Fuck yeah. I do want to mention though that we forgot to mention the uh, beginning of Raw um, with Brock Heyman, I mean with Paul Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar when they came out and Seth came out to um, attack Drew and Brock. Um, did you guys see the camera work? We forgot to mention about the camera work. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. Um, if you go on Instagram, you could probably find it. There is yes. a fan video of whenever Seth Rollins was hitting. When you know, you know when you want to have a seizure and you're watching Raw. Um, there, we found the cameraman, and this guy does not deserve the Warrior Award. <laughs> no, he does not. The anti-Warrior Award is what I would give this guy. Um, the, we found the seizure ca- cameraman, and he's literally doing squats, and every time Seth Rollins hits him with the chair, he's going up and down, up and down, like super fast. <laughs> um, I had a seizure during that whole thing, because Kevin Dunn was just, camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two, and then camera one was going crazy. Ca- camera two was zooming in and out. Who thinks this is a good idea? Who thinks this makes me want to watch the show? Kevin Dunn. I can't I can't even concentrate on what's happening because I'm switching cameras left and right. The camera work has gotten so bad. It's been bad for years. But I feel like like <laughs> when I see something like that, that is insane to me, dude. That is ugh. Yeah, and whoever captured it on film, thank you, by the way, because now we know who the fucker is that's been doing that. <laughs> Great commentary too, by the way. Yes. Dude, that video is so That's fucking pretty bad, dude. Like you could tell he's like zooming in like every single fucking moment. There's someone oh. in his ear telling him up, down, yeah. up, down, Kevin, up, Kevin down. Dunn. I mean, I get it. They're trying to uh, insinuate the you know that I'm hitting him hard and it it hurts. But you, fuck for fuck's sake, don't do that shit because it's hard to fucking watch it on TV. It doesn't look good. I don't know what. Kevin Dunn is trying to get a, his point across, but it just it doesn't look good. Yeah, I that's it's fucking terrible. <laughs> um, other than that, not really much going on. Um, we're gonna get a Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns match at at WrestleMania now. I'm, um, okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, which is a great great match for for both of them because they're building up uh, Drew McIntyre big time. He's now beaten. Oh. All of the Shield members. He's beaten Roman. He's beaten um, Seth, and he's beaten Dean. He's beaten Dean multiple times. Oh yeah, he's beaten Dean. Wait, ha- has he times. has he beaten Roman one on one? Not one on one. He hasn't, uh, right? Um, but I think maybe he hasn't beat him. But he's definitely put a beat down on. He him. put oh, the beat he down, he down on him beat last down on week. Him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week when he like came out to do his match, and then Drew McIntyre jumped him. So yeah. Th- Drew McIntyre is so fucking good, man. He's a star. <laughs> he's a superstar. He is. Soon to be, man. I mean, they're they're gonna keep going with him, and it's gonna get better and better, dude. Um, what else we got? Elias is gonna give us a concert that we don't need at WrestleMania. Um, I guess they couldn't get um, Eminem or oh, oh, that's right, or, or Flo Rida. They couldn't get Kid Rock or Flo Rida this year. <laughs> Not even MGK. Not even MGK. Uh, they couldn't even get Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit, who are back together. Who I saw at the Troubadour like two weeks ago for three dollars. Sold out, right? Standing oh, right next time. to Marilyn Manson. Yeah, Marilyn Manson, Bar- uh, Baron Corbin, Billy Corden. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Billy Corbin. Cor- God damn it. Billy Corgan, not Baron Corbin. Yeah, not Billy Corbin. Yeah, when you sent that video, I was like, dude, that looks so fucking awesome. Yeah, it was pretty dope, but Limp Bizkit should be at WrestleMania. I'm just saying. Limp so Bizkit. Was it really 1999 Like when you saw them? Oh, it, it, they're so good. They were like, it's Limp Bizkit 
and it's 1999, and they're at the peak of their fucking success right now. It's they were great. Is it all original members? All original members. And how much did you pay for the tickets? I paid three dollars. Three dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> three dollar bill, y'all. In three dollar show, y'all. Um, definitely worth it. Um, let's get into SmackDown. Not a a lot going on on the show, but definitely a lot going on on the show, if that makes it, any it, sense. It was dominated by one match, by the gauntlet match. Yeah, Kofi yeah. went over an hour on this match. God bless you, Kofi. And it's a two-hour show. <laughs> yeah, it's a two-hour show, mind you. And I think that's what I like about SmackDown. It's easy to digest, and they can tell concise, clear stories when they don't have to fill all this goddamn time. Yep. Um, so let's just talk about Simple the logic, right? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Um, let's talk about the match, though. Um, Kofi, we knew last week, was going to kick off SmackDown with his gauntlet match, but they ended up making it the main event. Um, and he had to not only take on one, not two, not three, not four, not five champions, um, but he had to face them all back-to-back. He had to face Sheamus, Cesaro, Samoa Joe, Rowan, and Randy Orton back-to-back-to-back, which it those are the... Probably top five heels at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. And if it was like NBA or excuse me, WWE 2K, all those people are probably at least 85 and up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty tough. If you need to unlock an achievement by using Kofi to beat all five of those, that achievement would be impossible to get. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty hard. Um, <laughs> it says the percentage point zero 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 one percent have gotten this achievement. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Kofi and Sheamus actually for... For that being his first opponent, they went a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about Kofi Kingston is he put on a clinic with each and every one of those people. I, f- I felt his pain through the television. Uh, what did you guys think of the match? I mean, it just showed how good of a performer he is. He can go with all those different styles, uh, you know, Samoa Joe, uh, Randy Orton, um, <laughs> the bar. Like, I just... It was a good performance, and it shows why at, I think WWE did a really good job of showing that he deserves to be in the upper echelon now. Like, going to those, all essentially those guys are main eventers, right? All those five of those guys are potential main eventers or already main eventers. So to put him and to, like, elevate him to face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, it did its job, you know? You know who would have been a better person to put in there for Kofi to beat other than the United States champion? Hmm. Rusev. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Where the fuck is Rusev, dude? Oh, where is he? He could have easily been. He, he wasn't been on the show. Was he? He hasn't been on the show in weeks. I yeah. wonder if they have something new for him or if he's on vacation since uh, they had no plans to, like, just take a break. Oh, it's, it was Lana's birthday, so maybe that's why. <laughs> oh, Lana number one. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but honestly, uh, it's I just keep going back on this and, like, I th- keep thinking about, dude, he wasn't even supposed to be in the fucking match. Like back, like it was supposed to be Mustafa Ali. Oh, Dan O'Brien said that in his promo, which is a great promo too. It's just like it. It still gets me every time. But like you, you see that WWE by accident made this the greatest fucking thing that's happened in wrestling in WWE for a long time. It's so damn good, and it's so fucking. It's red hot, dude. Like you can't get better wrestling than this. And I get that. You know, we kind of got the same storyline with Dan O'Brien. Five years ago, but that was yes. also five years ago. True, true. Um, this is this is great storytelling. This is what they could have had with Becky and Ronda. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that you know the world title is getting some attention too, um, and getting a great story. Like you want Kofi. I, I don't even care if he wins. I just wanted to be in that match in that spot. You know what I mean? But he, 
you know, you they also like. I mean, this is the kind of this. Like you said, this is the same storyline as Daniel Bryan, but. This is a guy that's been with the company for eleven years and never got pushed to this this uh, spot. Never. And like Daniel Bryan was with the company, but he was like, you know, he was he wasn't that far along as you know Kofi Kingston. But the crowd knew how good Daniel Bryan was, and he yeah. wasn't being used properly. Definitely. But it's just, I mean, I I hope that the, I don't know what they're gonna do or how they're gonna r- bring this around. But man, it's I'm fucking excited for it. I think that the thing that makes it extra special and slightly different than Daniel Bryan's run is all the racial undertones behind it. I was it. just thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing because we, you guys saw that promo, right? The WWE exclusive on YouTube. The oh game. yeah, when they're talking about that glass ceiling, I'm like, damn, it got deep. Um, so Kofi beats Sheamus with the Trouble in Paradise, beats Cesaro with the SOS. Rowan gets DQ'd from using the chair and then puts him through a table for, for his efforts. Joe comes out and he, Kofi beats him with a, a reversal into a roll-up. And then Orton comes out. And by this point, Kofi is breathing heavy. He looks fucked. Like, he can barely stand. Um, and Orton, you know, calls him stupid. He does a callback <laughs> to 10 years ago, uh, which is great because uh, awesome. if you remember... Orton and him were feuding, and this was Kofi's first big push, and Kofi messed up a spot in the match, and Orton got pissed mid-match <laughs> and kicked him in the head and said, stupid! And He wanted to finish it off, you know. <laughs> he wanted to finish that phrase off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's the mic? <laughs> um, so the fact that he did that little thing in this match was awesome, and Kofi ends up getting a quick roll-up on Orton, only for Vincent Kennedy! McMahon to come out and say, uh uh, we got one more. We got one more boss for you to fight. And out comes down to Brian, the champion. And he just picks the bones of Kofi. And Kofi puts up a good fight for the most part. And then, you know, Dan O'Brien gets the Kinshasa, or not the Kinshasa, but the running knee. It's the same fucking move. Yep. Um, <laughs> and he stands victorious over Kofi. If you guys watch that video, I, I highly recommend go to WWE YouTube and look up the, the New Day reacting. They were like, let's just quit. Let's quit. There's nothing else we can do. There, there's nothing we can do. If, if Vince McMahon tells you to climb a mountain, you climb that mountain, and you he's going to put another mountain on top of that mountain. Um, I kind of see something of a re- rebellion from the New Day. You know, what if we get that? Nation of Domination New Day mm-hmm. that's tired of getting fucked around, tired of getting pushed around, and, you know, by any means necessary, they take what's theirs. Ooh, that, you think that's gonna, that would work in nowadays climate? Yeah, especially I, nowadays climate. I think it would appeal to a different audience, in your typical wrestling audience especially. I think it would be dope. I also feel like racial tensions are very high in this country right now. Um, so maybe that's why they don't want to advertly put that out there. <laughs> exactly. That's where I'm thinking. Like I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. You might get MAGA fan, MAGA hats versus uh, Smarks in the streets. You know, Kobe Covington versus Usman. Yeah. You know, so it's going to be pretty. Um, there's so many parallels that draws to like the social being of this country right now. So I think it's. I don't know. I, I really love where it's going. The story's pretty damn good, and I'm glad it ended the way it did. You just make, you just want Kofi to achieve. 
And, and you know the funny is everything, everyone on Instagram, I was just like scrolling through the pictures and everyone's like, fuck fucking Vince, bullshit, bullshit, fuck Vince, and this and that. They're all, everyone's really pissed. But this is what he wants. He wants you invested. Yeah, you So this fuck. is exactly what they get. You know, they want you to be invested on this. And that's where this is going. They want you to be excited for that match. The dumbest thing I've seen, too, on all these social uh, network, um, you know, media posts or whatever, mm-hmm. is people saying, oh, uh, Mustafa Ali would be in the same position. He blew it. No, he wouldn't. Because there's no way Mustafa Ali would have been pushed to the moon like this. He doesn't have the same organic heat that, you know, that this whole thing that Kofi created, you know, just came so naturally, which is amazing. It just it just popped out of nowhere. Yeah. And it, it, it manifested so great. And it's on the f- perfect person because he's been there for 11 years mm-hmm. and he was never pushed to this, you know, higher spot. And it's great. I love it. You know, I can't. I love it. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, let's, you know, going into the WrestleMania main event. This should be the main event. Um, I feel like this has a lot of story. This and Ro- this and Rhonda and Becky and Charlotte should be one and two main event for sure. And then Triple H third. Yes, hands down. And then Angle uh, opening um, <laughs> pre-show match. <laughs> Damn, that's sad. <laughs> if it was, yeah. Anyways, um, what do you guys think of the Miz being a babyface now, getting cheered by the crowd? What I tell you guys, isn't he the best? By the way, getting you deserve it, chance. Right? Like, How so? fast we do forget? Fickle, fickle. <laughs> You're all fickle. <laughs> For sure, dude. I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is weird. He's still got that punchable face, man. <laughs> I don't I don't buy it. I still don't buy it. I don't I don't buy him as a baby. He's he's a he's a natural heel. Yo, but like sometimes you can do both. And that suit he wore, I think it like it made he, him more. You can face. do both, but the money in him is him being a heel. That's where the real money's at. Yeah. Not for right now. Not if you got people yelling, you deserve it. That just show the crowd has spoken, guys. Yeah, I, I think you're, you're <laughs> right crowd, on that. The crowd's spoken after what happened. I mean, yeah. I mean, given the storyline, yeah. I mean, was that a Chicago crowd in, in that was SmackDown? Chicago, I know, yeah. I know Raw was Chicago. I don't know. I think it was Chicago as well. Because um, that's a smart town, too. So yeah. the fact that they are giving Miz those um, adulations. Yeah, man. Um, kind of says a lot. Let me find out. You got a literature or like <laughs> daily literature thing? You, you know, use? I'm just trying to expand my horizons. <laughs> reading books. Adulation. Well, that's a good word. That's, <laughs> that's a, a word great word. Uh, you know what isn't great is what they did for the United States Championship. Rey Mysterio backstage just says, I'm going to challenge Samoa Joe for the U.S. title at WrestleMania. That title, they were doing so good with it. And I thought they were going to, you know, turn a new leaf and... There's no buildup. There's no feud. There's just a I'm going to challenge him kind of deal. I think something's going to end up happening. We got a while. It's like two weeks. So two weeks. We got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did Total there. Recall. <laughs> um, well, but well I think that that's what's going to end up happening. They're going to build that story. But it was kind of dumb that they decided to throw it in there because they were like bite on you know they didn't have the time for it yeah but just to throw it in there like that they should have just waited till next week man although i did notice they planted a little bit of a seed you know samoa joe hates families right dominic little baby dominic remember from 2010 SummerSlam? oh Dude. my god he's a man he is a giant now <laughs> he is compared to ray mysterio <laughs> ray mysterio's wife a WNBA player or something Dude, what I, the that's fuck? what i was saying. i was like how how tall is his <laughs> wife 
but you know, honestly, he's probably like what five seven or five. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably yeah. four ten. <laughs> he's probably not that tall, but just standing next to his dad. Yeah, I did meet Rey Mysterio once, and he is a shrimp. Really? Yeah, I met him at Disneyland. Really? Yeah, unmasked. Riding unmasked? Indian. Yeah, on riding, riding, wearing a Hollister sweatshirt, about to ride Indiana Jones. He's <laughs> all, wee! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir, you're not tall enough to go on this ride. <laughs> He's like, I want to sit in the front. I'm like, what? <laughs> nah, man, you can't have that steering wheel. You're too short. <laughs> nah, you're too short. You got to be able to see over it, dude. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Poor Ray Ray. Oh, man. Dude, he's a baby face, though, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like when he has a little soul patch. <laughs> that tiny soul patch. That little tiny and the and the eyebrow piercing. <laughs> um, the Iconics pinned the women's champions. Cool. They they finally decided to have an actual tag team match. <laughs> finally, I know. And then they end up getting a roll up off the you know distraction, I guess. So. So they're gonna do they're gonna do what they did with all their other champions and build the champions to be weak, and fatal four way maybe at WrestleMania. <sighs> so dumb. You think it will be? It's a, a multi person match, or I think more likely be a multi person match. They're gonna add them to the WrestleMania match for sure, make it a four way women's title match. But what I was saying before we started recording would have been cool, you know, instead of Natalia and Becky Becky Phoenix Beth Phoenix in the match. Why don't you have a SmackDown team, a Raw team, and an NXT team take on the Boston Hug Connection? I think that would be a great way to put over the NXT talent, and it'd be a good way to show that that belt is going to be represented on all brands. Well done. But what do I know? What do I know? Is there any girls tag teams that are popping in NXT I haven't seen in a while? Um, Io Shirai and the the Pirate. Kari Sane. Kari Sane, yeah. Um, and then you have the um, other f- horsewomen. They have like a little stable going on. Um, is there any other tag teams, women tag teams? You can always you can, you always, can always throw them together. together. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, look at Ricochet and uh, uh, Alistair. Two guys, <laughs> two guys that don't belong <laughs> together. Just zero in common. <laughs> Fuck it. Ricochet <laughs> listens to emo music while um, Alistair Black listens to the black metal. <laughs> black belly music. <laughs> Black Theater <laughs> Mary. What you say right now? I'm sorry, I just had a stroke. Hair dare, bear dare, chair dare. KO show though, that was pretty pretty hot. Why do you bring Kevin Owens back just so we can host a? It was a dumb. Segment? I didn't like it, but I loved because he is great at doing his promos. Oh, for sure. And he tied them like to get against each other. So fucking good. I just I loved it. It was good, but again, yes, you're right. We don't need another moment of bliss. No, um, Lacey Evans is still doing that interruption thing. I don't know. I'm kind of digging the bottom of the barrel of what happened on on uh, the wrestling shows this week. Yeah, definitely. Kind of a slow week, but I, again, I think SmackDown did its job. Raw did a really poor job of doing any more builds, poss- or possible builds for for Mania. Like, what's Finn Balor gonna do? You know, we all heard that rumor that we all want. Which would be insane. Yeah. Yeah. The Undertaker versus Finn. The What's demon. the IC title going to do? Oh, yeah. I don't even know. Oh, it's Bobby. Bob Hunt. Lash. Oh, yeah. But like what? What? Bob Trashley. Bob Trashley. Yeah. Um, we, have a, we have a listener request that we just received right now. And I'm going to cut it. Well, we're going to invite our, our, uh, our friend, Bulgogi Hogan, to cut a promo on one of our instagram followers oh wow if you want your own custom promo cut on you feel free to message us and bulgogi hogan will roast you brother 
Um, so let me get in character real quick. Um, <clears throat> I mean, let me invite. Uh, oh, he has he knocked with both hands. Right <laughs> off cue. And his dick. <laughs> Pokemon <Pocogio laughs> can knock with all three of his appendages. <laughs> um, so let's just have him in here. Come in. <clears throat> what you're going to do, brother? Great to be back here on the Put Me Over podcast, dudes. What are you guys talking about? Uh, wrestling, obviously. WrestleMania? Oh, you guys suck. You guys suck so much. You know who sucks, too? Kofi Kingston, brother. Hey, hey. Ooh, hey why do you think he whoa. sucks? Is it why, the reason why? you think? It's the reason you think, dude. <sighs> I don't He's say He's skinny, it. dude. Oh. Okay, okay. What do you guys, what, oh, what do you guys think I was going to say? <laughs> I don't know. I mean... I don't know. You've said some pretty... Uh, Edgy stuff. Uh, I'm turning a, a new leaf, dude. I'm getting into stand-up comedy, brother. <laughs> all right, all right. Part of stand-up comedy is also roasting people, dude. <laughs> oh, you, who are you going to roast? Well, you guys got a follower on your Instagram. His name's Bubba the Hut. And I just got to say one thing to you, Bubba. Why did you film me and my and your wife having sex, dude, oh. and ruining my life? <laughs> it's selling it to Gawker, brother. That's the wrong Bubba, dude. That's not. I don't no, know. this Bubba the Hut. He really, he really skins my dick, dude. He skins your dick. He really chaps my ass, brother. <laughs> Just the way I used to wear assless chaps back when I was a female stripper, dude. I mean, a male stripper, dude. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore, dude. I can't believe he skins Wait, your you dick. You a stripper? Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, I, back in the day when I was growing up in Korea, dude. Before I was Bulgogi Hogan, I had to strip my ass off and skin my dick on the mean streets of Korea. Korea, dude. Wow, that is some story, dude. Yeah, but this Larry Turd, Bubba the Hut guy, really just grinds my <laughs> gears, dude. He, he wants to come out here and he wants to message the Instagram of the Put Me Your Podcast, dude. And I just got one thing to say to you, Bubba. What you gonna do when I skin your dick, dude? Damn, Damn dude, he's pissed. Don't forget to take your vitamins, say your prayers, and eat your steroids. I mean... <laughs> Say your prayers and drink your milk. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But I got to get going here, dude. I just wanted to get one thing clear, dude. Before you run off and you talk crap about Bulgogi Hogan on the internet, just remember that I have a giant dick and you don't. Whoa. Whoa. Damn, you told him. And Jeez. it's good to know that skidding your dick sucks. <laughs> have you ever skinned your dick, dude? <laughs> I masturbated 14 times in one day, dude. Let me just tell you, it's a great way to skin your own dick, brother. 14 times? Did, did Indy come out after that or at the 14th time? You'd be surprised how much cum can come out of these <laughs> balls, dude. I would be surprised. I I'm would very be surprised, dude. I've been eating so much Korean barbecue, delicious bulgogi. I just, I just ooze protein, brother. Damn, dude. I'm impressed. I'm impressed, Bulgogi. Double dude, digits, man. Hall of that fame. was a very good roast. Sorry, Bubba the Turd Hut. Next time. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say to you. <laughs> oh, thanks for stopping by. We really All right, yeah, great you. great to see you. Uh, great, great chat, Bulgogi. Bulgogi Hogan. No racial slurs at all? Not one. Not one. Wow. I mean, I, was, I feel like every time he said brother, he meant to say the N-word. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was Ed. He was Ed. Very edgy. I was worried today. he was going to go where we thought he was going to go. Yeah, well. He, I guess I mean, he's, he's turning over a new leaf. He just thought Kofi was skinny. I don't, a random <laughs> question. What's the most you ever masturbated in a day? I'm curious. Hmm, that's a great question. Because hmm. um, Bulgogi's 14. That's a lot. I've uh, never masturbated in my life. Yeah. 
Why? I know why. Why? Why? Why else? Why else live? Cause I fuck every day. Hey. 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 <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> well, what about you, Bobby? How many times? <laughs> you can't use my line. Yep. Too late. <laughs> Obviously. I don't know. Maybe twice. What? This is amateur hour. I don't know. I, I mean, well, you guys never had spent a day. Where you wanted to be like, oh shit, I want to see. I'm I mean, whack off. There's there's been one time where I had like, this is when I was dating somebody. We had sex probably like four four times a day. That's five not times the question, bro. The, the question but is how. Many but that was back to back. Like I'm talking back to back. So you masturbated four times a day. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I mean, you were in a relationship with your p- girl, pocket pussy. And the girl's name Palmela was Pamela. <laughs> Pamela. But yeah, she Angela. <laughs> Angela. I think if I really if I really thought about it, maybe four times probably Dang, all week. I know a guy that actually jerked off sixteen times in one day. That's I did not. I did nine. Nine. Yeah. You, I you, never you, hit double digits. Oh, That's, maybe we have a goal for twenty nineteen, fellas. I mean, we, there's still time. There's still time. <laughs> maybe if I was a little bit younger, man, I could probably pull that off. Bro, nine times you could probably do like just have you know Pornhub X videos get yeah. get it lined up. You're good. You have a Ferris Bueller's Day Off. All right. Yeah. <laughs> But instead of doing shit, you just jack off all day. Yeah, pace yourself. No mm. run. What about performance enhancing drugs? Ooh, like like what? Like Viagra, Cialis? Can we I ain't taking that mix? shit. No, 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 no performance enhancing. Yeah, drugs. it's got to be all natural. All natural, baby. You want to be the Barry Bonds of whacking off? <laughs> Yo, you want to do it for real? You want to do it like just win, baby? Yeah, you want. <laughs> I'm trying to think of someone in baseball that's not taking steroids and did a lot of runs. <laughs> No, uh, everyone does. Uh, you want to be like Mark McGuire? I mean, I mean, you want to be like Sammy? So- no, uh, uh, you want to be like Babe Ruth? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they weren't even invented. That's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's probably the only one. I mean, his his steroids are probably hot dogs. Yeah, I say we do it, and we have this Usada involved, and see if we get like if we can actually do this. Let's do the Babe Ruth challenge. <laughs> Eat as many hot dogs and jerk off as many times as you can in a single day. That is that a real That's challenge? A very if you made day. that up, you better copyright that shit. That's Hashtag amazing. Let's write it down. Hashtag Babe Ruth challenge. <laughs> That's <laughs> make it happen, guys. Babe Ruth challenge for sure. Bubba the Hut, I need you to tell me if you're in, in if you're on bo- on board with the with the Babe Ruth challenge. Uh, okay. I don't need you to tell me how many times you jerked off. I'm not asking that. I don't want to know that. But if you told me. We could have a we could have another roast of you. How, how many hot dogs and how many times you can jerk off in a day? That's the Babe Ruth, the Babe Ruth challenge. Ruth challenge. Let's just be clear. That's gonna be our WrestleMania weekend yeah. event. <laughs> like, oh, well, Maybe we could do that on reckless eating. I think I think that'd be a good reckless eating event. Reckless beating. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Bravo, Dick. That was fucking op- awesome. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Well, we got a little bit of time left. Um, let's get into our main event. Ding, ding, um, ding. We haven't done this in a long time, and I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great segment. If you could book a WrestleMania dream match, not a card, because we're going to say that for another time. Um, if you could book a WrestleMania dream match, who would you like to see? Dick, I'm going with you first. Well, let's start off with the guidelines. What are the guidelines for this uh, dream match? Two dead. guys that have never fought, um, alive or dead. Of all time, two guys that you think would put on a great match that we never got to see. Oh wow! I think that's that's those are good guidelines, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they had to have jacked off four times in one day at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Participated in the first <laughs> annual Babe Ruth Challenge. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, for op, for op, I'm gonna go um, right off the top of my head and be the obvious one and say Kurt Angle versus Bret Hart. Yeah, that's that's one that I wrote down. Kurt um, Angle and Bret Hart. That's the obvious one. That's the obvious one. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a that would have been an amazing technical match. They never wrestled. Uh, they by the time Kurt got in, Bret was on his way out. He was in WCW already, right? He was in WCW, but like he was already on his way out of the business. Stroke, stroked out already. Yes. <laughs> God damn, I shouldn't say it like that. Um, he he was having medical <laughs> issues already. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was it. God damn it! That's why did I say that? That sucks. <laughs> edit. Edit. Har- har- he is edit. part of the. I'm gonna leave it because guys. I think it's you know that's who I am, brother. <laughs> he got har stroked foundation. out, dude. <laughs> See, now, now I'm <laughs> saying now it. Now I'm saying now it. You're saying it. Now I'm saying it. God damn it! When I said stroked out, I meant like out of jerking off, yeah. like he couldn't jack off anymore. <laughs> Babe Ruth Challenge. He, he was participating in Babe Ruth Challenge before it was Babe Ruth Challenge. <laughs> before he even knew. Um, I think, you know what match I don't think we never got? Stone Cold versus John Cena. Oh, we never got that. That's a good dream match. I think, I didn't write that one down. I just thought of it because we got Stone Cold here on the studio set. Um, but I think Austin and Cena, especially like Thugonomic John Cena versus the Texas Rattlesnake. Dude. Um, I think that would have been a great match. I think there would have been a lot of shit talking going on. That would have been really good, man. God damn. I don't, I, I, the I, crowd buildup would have been amazing. Oh, it would have been insane. Um, would they both be face? I think Cena would have to be the heel in that, right? No, I think Cena would have to be the face. But uh, Stone Cold would be like the tweener that he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think Cena would be the face that everybody hates. You know what I mean? The fans are going to chat for Austin no matter what in that situation. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's Fuck. a good match. That would be great. That's a. Good I think match. this list. I mean, this this scenario. It's gonna involve a lot of Stone Cold matches because at WrestleMania, he fought The Rock three times. He fought Bret Hart once. All good matches too. By and the way, and he fought Scott Hall. I mean, um, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. So he didn't really have a whole lot of WrestleMania opponents, like different varieties, because he fought The Rock three times, obviously. Yeah. So he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be on a lot of our lists. Or as, uh, I'm, I don't know about. I'm, I'm probably speaking ahead for Byron and Bobby, but. I could think of another Stone Cold match that I, I would have loved to see. What's that? Um, what? Stone Cold Hulk Hogan, and that, that could have happened back in 2002. Yeah, Damn. that could have happened, but he didn't want to work with Hogan. Yeah, I would. Th- that sucks. What? Well, which? What year that should happen? Was that supposed to happen? Instead of Rock, Rock and Rock and Hogan, it, it was supposed to be Austin and Hogan. No, nah, the Rock Hogan was a magical. That match. That was the right match. That was the right call. Yeah. It definitely it was, was a magical. It was a beautiful one of my favorite Mania matches. Easy moments in general. Yeah. That shit was hot. I wrote down a few, um, but I think the best one that I came up with was uh, Shawn Michaels and AJ Styles. Another. Oh. It was rumored like for the last two years. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Shawn Michaels took that Saudi money instead. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I think that they, yeah. those guys they just, you know, I mean, AJ Styles is the fast technical wrestler. And then you have Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, like. You just it just doesn't get any better than that. Like well, I think that it would put on a fucking stellar show. We're obviously talking about what uh, peak versus peak, right? Oh yeah, definitely oh, yeah, peak yeah. versus peak for sure. Yeah. I mean, and then I wrote down another one: Undertaker and Sting. A match oh, we never yeah. got. Uh, we could have gotten. It definitely we could have gotten. It, it. would have been awful though. I mean, well, I'm talking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. If it was happening like you know anytime recently, it would have been really bad. But I mean, uh, maybe at the peak of their careers, like when. Undertaker was Undertaker and Sting was like fucking like bad like badass Sting. Dude, that would have been so fucking good, man. 
Yeah. Crowsting versus the dead man would have been fucking oh. grim as shit. Yes. Fuck yes. Damn. So fucking good. You know what we should do? We should make like t-shirts of like dream matches. That's a good idea. Like, uh, penny, penny, penny. <laughs> don't listen to this. Uh, Lapel, yeah, don't listen to this. We're uh, we're gonna do this. Uh, we're gonna make sure it's. Um, also, I I forgot to mention off the top of the show. Uh, Wrestle Crate just got. We, we we don't have a sponsor from Wrestle Crate anymore, guys. Um, this is our last show with Wrestle Crate's sponsor, right? Um, soon, I think they have a couple weeks left. Actually, this might be one of the last shows. Um, they got bought by Pro Wrestling Tees, so you know. That's awesome for them. Yeah, definitely good news for them. Um, I know he uh, he he was talking about it being like a great cur- like great thing to do, and he was bringing back WrestleCrate to like the peak of being the best. And you know, and they just, definitely you know they were in my opinion they were the best. Oh yeah, hands down, dude. With the toys, fuck yeah, man. Look, giving away some badass shit. Um, the shirt designs, um, you know, everything was just. Top tier, the pins, everything that you got, I think you, it was worth what you were paying for, basically. Um, but, you know, good luck in their future endeavors. Uh, La Pelia is still going to be a sponsor. We're still rocking with La Pelia. And actually, La Pelia is hosting, uh, or not hosting, but they are going to be giving away prizes at Mania Crawl 6 in Hoboken, New Jersey. Ooh. Um, details on Mania Crawl at Mania Crawl on Instagram. Um, but they're going to be giving away a lot of prizes for a uh, wrestling-themed costume contest. Um, so make sure, if you're going to Mania, to check out Mania Crawl for sure. Yeah. You, you didn't get to... What, what, what would you be... Yeah, oh, we got a little yeah. sidetracked, but yeah. The dream match that I would want, like, I just thought of it right now, because Shawn Michaels is the greatest wrestler. Debate me, fight me, I don't give a fuck. But would be Shawn Michaels versus Daniel Bryan. Imagine... <laughs> Peak for peak. Jeez, the teacher so versus the student. Easy to sell. It we got a little bit of it. Shawn Michaels super kicked Daniel Bryan. That would be sick. And they should book it as an Iron Man match. Oh, my God. Dude. Now, now you're making me jealous that we never got to see these things. <laughs> that shit, dude. It could still happen. I don't think Shawn can go an hour. No. no, and no. it won't. It won't be no. the same if it's bald ash on Michael too. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? Yeah. It's it's, a, it's not good for my eyes, but like or his one eye. Um, <laughs> oh, ouch! <laughs> unblock me, coward. <laughs> um, another match that they did a couple times on house shows, but never like on a televised event. Um, Shawn Michaels versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Yo, why didn't, why didn't greatest you say that? wrestlers of all time. That's your guy versus the, my guy. Both of my guys. Yeah, our um, guy. Unblock me, coward. But <laughs> Macho Man uh, is the greatest of all time, uh, hands down, the complete package. And Shawn Michaels is right there with him as far as a total package that can go, that knows how to you know put on a good match. Them two would have put on a fucking show. Damn. Stellar show. The worker versus the worker. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. I think that would have been great. Um... Do you have anything else, guys? Do you guys have any more dream matches that you'd like to see? Anything else you'd like to cover? I, I mean, I wrote down, I mean, we could honestly probably still get this match is Ricochet and Rey Mysterio. That oh. can absolutely happen. And, oh, I, okay. and it's a match that I want to happen because they're, dude, Rey Mysterio still fucking goes, man. And Ricochet, I mean, fuck, I mean, the, the guy that Gravity forgot. No, that's Pac. <laughs> Oh, dude, Pac versus Ricochet. There's so many matches that can happen. Yeah. 
So, Man, I mean, Pac needs to come back to WWE. Nah, no, he doesn't. No. I think he, I think he's <laughs> great think where he's at. He's probably gonna be on track for that championship too, huh? Yeah, oh, they're gonna sure. push him pretty good. I'm that motherfucker's not a cruiserweight. He's a heavyweight. Man, they fucked up. Yeah, they fucked up bad, big time. Um, you know what's not fucked up? What? The ending of the show. Thank you guys so Ooh. much for listening. Thank you for being with us. If you were, you know, just got on board, or if you listened to all fifty of our episodes, thank you so much. Here's to 50 more. We are the new, 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 new world order of professional podcasting, and we will see you next week.